Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. Gentlemen, welcome to an elegant weapon episode 283. My name is JJ. I'm Clark J. The Jedi Ross Ross Jedi Jade. As always, it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here with me in the L5J Studios. 30 and 30, session 22. Oh, that leaves eight more to do after this. Seven or eight. We're getting there, kids. We're getting there. Um, I'm exhausted. I'm super, super tired because I got hardly any sleep last night. I went up to Gotham Central Comics and Collectibles. Uh, but before I get into that, hanging out with me this evening is my good, good, good friend, El Hawkes, Mr. Josh Hawks. Hello, Josh. What's up, man? Thank you for having me on, as always. Absolutely. So, Gotham Central, it's... Uh, it's quickly become the premier comic shop in Mississauga, right? Mm-hmm. Where, where I live here in Ontario, Canada. And they they lucked out in a big way. So Jeff Johns, you're familiar with Jeff Johns? Mm-hmm. DC president and president of DC Entertainment, writing legend. Anyways, uh, he's here scouting for Teen Titans, right? Okay. So he figured since he was here, the release of his new story where they're introducing the Watchmen into the DC Universe, it's called Doomsday Clock, and his first issue of that was released at midnight last night. So DC figured, you know, let's have a little party. And they did their configurings and came to the conclusion that they wanted to have their party at Gotham Central. So he, Jeff Johns showed up, Mississauga, Ontario, Gotham Central, uh, up by you know the flea market up at like 401 in Dixie, <laughs> and he showed up at 11:57. Well, he was there a little earlier, but it was all billed as 11:57, and he signed for like an hour and a half, and it was crazy cool. There was hundreds of people there, man. I've never seen hundreds of people at a comic shop before. That must have been impressive. It was insane how many people were there. And uh, suffice to say, he was the nicest guy. I got to just thank him for all his work in general. I love a lot of most of what he does. And, uh, yeah, I got Flashpoint number one signed, Justice League New 52 number one signed, and the new copy of Doomsday Clock. And, yeah. He was super, super cool. So congratulations to Carlos and Gotham Central. Like that's it doesn't get bigger than that. It's so weird to have that at a local comic shop to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a crazy, crazy experience, man. Like I mean, the, the I the only thing the only time I've seen hundreds of people, and I would say there's probably a couple hundred, was uh, when. You, uh, Francis, and myself were at uh, Mile High Comics Warehouse. Yes. Uh, the night before um, Denver Comic Con. Yes. 
I was, but that I mean that's their warehouse. So I mean it's like it's it's, it's you know it's huge. Oh yeah, it's huge. Um, so not not a comic shop. That just came up the other day, and I'm trying to remember who I was talking to about it, but they were amazed that I'd been to Mile High, and I was like, well, I've been to like one of their things where it's like their warehouse, and it's it's a store, but it's a warehouse, and it's huge. But didn't they move out of the one that you and I went to? No, they're still there. They um, are still there. Okay. Yeah, there's so um, he had another warehouse, right? Uh, where he, it was only storage, and that's the one he sold uh, for a marijuana business or to a marijuana business. Right on. Uh, well, that's part and parcel, isn't it? <laughs> kind, kind of That's so, kind of a so. cool segue from comics to marijuana. The reason that Josh and I are together tonight, uh, casting of the pods, is that Josh and I do a show together. For anyone who doesn't know out there, I have an other podcast that I'm on. We. An other? Uh, yeah, that we do together. <laughs> he and I. Yeah. Or else we couldn't call it what it's called, because it's called Two J's Later. And uh, it's fun. We're at like, I don't know, episode 70 or something like that. Hovering right around that, yes. Somewhere around there. And we get together when we can because we're both so busy. But it's, uh, you know, we talk about weed, but whatever else comes to mind. But it's uh, kind of like recording our catch-up sessions when we haven't talked for a while. And then we finally get together to record. And, uh, you know, we like to recant what we've been up to as far as what strains we've been enjoying and this and that news of the day, especially with Canada making such sweeping changes to its cannabis laws uh, and the monopolizing here in Ontario and that kind of madness. Uh, But uh, Josh is a bud tender out in Denver, Colorado. So it's a very unique uh, two point of views that come together on the whole subject. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of cool. It's, you know, a patient and and provider uh, dynamic. In a way, yes. Well, I guess yeah. Not I mean, I'm not, I'm not your. I'm not your. You're not my direct patient by any means. But no, uh, but it's interesting to talk about the differences because there are. There's a lot of subtle little differences in how you know different places do different things. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's actually California. You know, they're getting ready to. Uh, to go legal January 1st. And they looked at Colorado's laws and said, you know what? They, they're doing things right. Let's just mirror that. Most people have. I mean, our laws yeah. that are coming out are very similar. Uh, but just Ontario, the stupid Ontario government is monopolizing and taking it over. And, you know, that's that's the one shitty thing about it. So we're going to have right. to see what happens because a lot of people are going to fight the cause, of course. But uh, Sure, sure. So uh, I... Uh, I won't spoil anything for you. I don't know if you're watching it or not, but I literally just before got online finished The Punisher. Uh, I have not watched any of the Netflix Marvel shows. Okay, I will review this without spoiling it. Um, but it's good. It is good. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's really, really, really good. But. <laughs> Yeah, there's elements of it that are a little too unpunisher for me. But here's the thing. The thing I like about the Punisher would take the humanity out of it 
And that's a very important important part of Marvel's whole thing these days. Whatever it's movies or TV is character development. Everything is always about fucking character development. Blah. So, you know, uh, I, I, I would have preferred more violence, less character development. Not that the character development they did do and concentrate on so much wasn't brilliantly done. It, it was. It was... It was really, really good. I really, really enjoyed the show. Loved it. Like, it's that good. It's uh, probably number three for me. I'd say Daredevil, Jessica Jones, uh, Punisher, Daredevil Season 2. Yeah, I'd go in that list. I don't care about the others enough to really talk about them. But uh, he was a little too human for me, if that makes Mm. sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that's just me because, you know, it's one of the reasons I'm a biased DC kid is because I like my superheroes godly. I don't like them to have angst and, you know, feelings. Well, I like them to have feelings, but I don't want them to be so torn. I prefer a little confidence in my superheroes. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's why I love the Justice League, which I did. I love that movie. That movie was amazing, I thought. Um, I can see how it can get even better. But you know what's interesting? As of today, actually, you know how they talked about – I'm sure you heard that it was a big box office bomb or whatever. Cause, I mean cause it only, I, don't, I don't think 90-something million is a bomb. But 94 sure. million is not a bomb, but it is the lowest opening of all the DC movies, right? Well, I mean, but aren't people kind of hesitant with DC? Here's the interesting part, though. Today, Tuesday, right? Mm-hmm. There was a dramatic spike and increase in ticket sales. Uh, more than they've seen in a decade. So an it, so word you know word kind of word get, got of around mouth then. got around that it's not so bad, and people were like, "That's all it takes is a little bit of confidence by anybody." Because I haven't heard anybody trash it, even with the people who are like meh are like meh, but. You know, I think a lot of people are getting tired of all this DC hatred and even, dare I say, character development. Like, yeah, it's great if you make that plot and everything important and well done and structured and nice. But I don't think it's always necessary. I don't see why the two can't coexist. You know what I mean? Sure. You know, so I don't necessarily always need plot. Sometimes I just need superheroes being superheroes. And it's it's enough for me. So maybe I'm easy or bias or, you know, maybe I have a. Low I mean, you are an admitted fanboy. Absolutely, but I mean, yeah, you'd think I'd be more critical about these things, but I'm like, I don't care enough to the point of, you know, I just don't care. <laughs> sure. Oh, uh, so anyways, uh, <clears throat> there you go. We'll, we'll we'll put a pin in it there, kids, because uh, I'm so tired. And we're going to get on with recording two Js later. But I had to do session 22, of course, for day 22 of 30 podcasts in 30 days. National Podcast Post Month. Oh, my God, what the hell is wrong with me? Uh, Josh, thank you for doing this. Always. Uh, that's all we're going to have today on An Elegant Weapon, kids. See you tomorrow, and take it easy. Right on, man. Thanks. Of course. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now it makes sense. Hi, everybody.
We're casting pods. We're doing things. We're casting pods and rolling pots and stuff like that. Injecting marijuanas. In- wait. Wait, huh? What? 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 <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. If you don't know me, my name's Jay. If you don't know me, I'm Josh. And we make two J's later. Later. Later on. Tonight's kind of later. It's still fairly early for you because you're all the way out there in Denver, Colorado. I am. I am in the uh, first legal state. What are you smoking this week out in Denver, Colorado? Uh, a lot of free samples, um, <laughs> <laughs> which has been great because then I haven't had to pay for anything. That's always a um, nice arrangement. But uh, I do not know what the name of the strain was this evening, but it was definitely a uh, sativa hybrid of some sort. Right on. Um, nice color. Good taste. Booyah. I'm feeling good. <laughs> feeling all right, man. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's been a good day of uh, consumption. Very good. With my one day off this week. Very good. I myself am uh, enjoying. I just enjoyed some classic pineapple Thai, which was delicious. Uh, yeah, you, you you've been real uh, real up on that one. That's ah, a good one. I really enjoy the taste. It's pineapple Thai is a delicious tasting weed. Uh, I also had some sil- super silver haze last week, uh, but I tried something new. It's premium. Uh, it's called Voodoo Child. It's a sativa, and I enjoy it. It's good. It's a heavy sativa. Um, but I definitely those are always fun. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's a little. Uh, it's a little hazier than the Sweet Berlin that I had. Sweet Berlin was delicious. I really, really enjoyed that. So, uh, you ever heard of Lamb's Breath? I have. Apparently, what did l- you say it was Voodoo Child? Yeah, Voodoo Child. Voodoo Child. Go on. I, I stepped on you once. That's okay. What we- um, What was I saying? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Lamb's Breath. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had lamb's breath. Apparently, that was Bob Marley's favorite strain. Oh, yeah? Yeah. My guy. My guy at the dispensary, he told me that. And I was like, interesting. And I think I've definitely heard of lamb's breath. Now, here's the thing. When Bob was smoking, late 70s, right? He died in what, 80 or 81? If I he, believe so, if, yeah. If he was smoking lamb's breath, it's no way it's the same lamb's breath we have today, right? No, no. Any strain, I mean, okay, I, I can't speak in absolutes because I, I don't work at a grow. And I'm not a, a grower by any means. But if if there if that strain still exists uh, and someone grew it today with today's lights and nutrients, it would be a Almost a completely different strain. Would it I be mean, a it different would, it would be the seed, same. Though, would, you know, no. You could take this. That's what I'm saying. If this, if the strain is still, if it still exists, if it's out there, and which I'm pretty sure, or, it is. or there, I think he was or there's, about yeah, there, there's seeds that are just you know sitting dormant. If you can get them to germinate and, like I'm saying, grow them under today's standards, yes, it would still be lamb's breath, but it would be like. It'd be an evolved just, version of Lamb's Yeah, it'd be breath. like a... I mean, I guess you can call it like a different phenome type. It would have mutated at that point, no? Yeah, so I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so it'd be like it, Lamb's Breath, you know, 01. 
Right. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or like number, uh, yeah, Lamb's Breath number one or number two. Right. right you know, right. or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. There was a, a, a picture a few months ago going around some of the social medias of strains from the 70s that were Cannabis Cup winners or High Times winners. That'd be cool to see. Uh, it's pretty easy Google search of just like, you know, High Times, you know, 70s winning weed or something like that. But the pictures they show are the stringiest, nastiest looking buds you've ever seen. Like you see seeds in them. <laughs> and it just kind of makes you laugh about if, if it were possible maybe to take weed back you know, to the past. And some of these you know, old school hippies. Oh, it's still out there. It's in places like the jungles of Jamaica, man, where there's plants that have been growing for like 20 years and they never pluck them. They just cut them back, you know? I mean, like I said, it's very possible. I, no, not, not it's, it's done it. I can't not even possible. It's true. I was there. I saw it. Oh, okay. I smoked it. It's like I couldn't believe it when I was in Jamaica. I smoked this cess. This guy hooks me up and just fucking sticks and stones, right? Mm-hmm. Big, giant firecrackers waiting to fucking go off. So I roll this shit up, and I'm thinking to myself, roll like a three-paper-sized dupe. And I, I'm i like, well, I'm going to get really hungry and tired. I make sure I know where the beef patties are, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I took like four or five hauls off this thing, and I was destroyed. <laughs> I was like hardcore, like fucking hydroponically grown indica fucking stoned off this shit that grew in the fucking dirt in Jamaica. And I couldn't believe it. I've had dirt weed from Mexico that was just the shittiest weed I've ever smoked. Mm-hmm. You know, but man, Jamaica, it's no joke, man. Even their fucking cess is like, boom! Unbelievable. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't ready for that. I didn't expect it at all. But holy shit, man. Even the natural stuff grown right can still knock you on your ass, you know? Totally. I mean, it, 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 the lights and nutrients that indoor and, you know, uh, big, big grow operations produce, it's, it's just, you know, it's a different animal. Yeah. You know, outdoor, you can get these gigantic, you can get trees. It's no longer a weed plant. It's a, it's a tree. Yeah, totally. Weed grove. (laughs) Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just indoor, you you just there's not the room to do that. So a lot of people they they top their plants, which is uh, I don't know how to explain it. Like pinching the very top of the where the you know like where the uh, top two branches would be. Yeah. You cut off the very top or pinch the top, so it kind of kills the very top of that plant. So now all the energy starts to go outward instead of upward. Yes, that is how trees work. I well, I, I can yeah. confirm that that is how trees work. <laughs> so that's what a lot of people do here, and they call it pinching or topping or something like that. I don't again, don't really know. Right. Um, well, because like, everybody yeah. everybody grows in trellises for the most part. Does anybody like offer cess? Like a, like anybody? Uh, like, give give me another slang term for cess like sensimilia you know like uh non-hydroponically grown weed 
Like just well, none of our weed is high. Well, not, I can't say none. A lot of the weed grown in Denver is grown in soil or or cocoa. Right. No, I don't mean that. I mean outside in the oh, dirt. I don't. I don't think no there's no lights, no care, no watering, just the rain. Like to to my knowledge, no store offers anything like that. But they should as like a retro thing or like a a, a, a niche thing or something. I know? think I, I think it's more of a a, a law. A law thing more than anything else. Like you can grow hemp outside, right? But I think all weed has to be grown indoors. It's weird. We don't again. Have to do I, that. I don't really know for sure. I can so, grow I mean, my I'm, own weed. I could grow it out on my goddamn back patio if I wanted. No, I mean we. Can, I think recreationally, you know, is as a Denver resident, everybody's allowed to grow six plants. Six. I think it's yeah. like two here. <laughs> no, well, this, the caveat being that only you, only three could be budding at any one time. Oh, really? So you can keep yeah. The so half they half is in veg. nice. Yeah, so half your your stash is in veg, the others in flower. Right. Or however you want to set it up, since you have your six plants, you could be rotating, you know, by yeah. a couple weeks on each or whatever. But, um. Again, I, I'm not totally up on the laws on that, but again, I believe it could be grown outside and it's okay. But like commercially, you know, yeah, commercially grown or or for dispensaries, I think it has to be grown indoors because there's so much of it. Yeah, of course. Well, you gotta control it as much you gotta, as you and, can, right? And, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little bit more secure, obviously, being inside, but. The other the other half of that is the AC costs, you know, the, they're the 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 co- yeah, just the cost of run the AC and the electricity and all those lights and even if they're LEDs, if you put 150 lights in a place, still gonna draw a lot of juice. Absolutely. So it's it the the green industry is not a very green industry <laughs> as far as you know carbon footprint wise. I hear that. Excuse me if I'm doing any yawning, kids, but I was up real late last night. Because I met Jeff Johns, president of DC Entertainment. and that I'm responsible for some of the best episodes of Smallville. Did he write the show, too? Really? He did. A, there was a Justice League. Yeah, um, yeah. Did he write that? Nice. He did, nice. and I believe he wrote the last couple episodes of the series. Right. On. He was definitely on board for the, the, that Justice League two-part special. That was amazing. That was fun. It was. Oh, so, yeah, he did a signing here last night at midnight for the Doomsday Clock, issue one, and I went and, and that is the. Tired. <laughs> so that, that's the new uh, Watchmen being integrated. That Comic is where book? the Watchmen are integrated into the DC universe. Like officially, is that yes. that's canon? Yes. Okay. Yes. So which, but which universe? Alan Just Moore the comic. Alan Moore is his dungeon, brooding over his cauldron, and in, in hate, <laughs> cursing, casting curses on fucking Jeff Johns. <laughs> um. So it's the comic universe, not necessarily the movie or TV no, universe. No, no, yeah, just the comic. Gotcha. This is just a big comic book deal, you know, so. Like a one-off or? 
No, are they here to this, stay? they're here to stay as far okay. as it seems. So, yeah, well, this will be interesting to see where Not a one-off. That's not the correct uh, comic book term, is it? One shot. Like a one-shot. Sh- one yeah. Close. One-off. One-shot. One-off the shot. Shot. So, yeah, I, I got home like one one thirty. I went to bed at like 2, and then I had to get up at 5. So I slept for like 3 hours, and that always sucks. Everybody out there knows how much that sucks. Unless you get like three hours, three times in a day, then you're okay. That means you're just having a lazy-ass day. I don't get any lazy-ass days. uh, The other night, I had a few edibles, and I was feeling pretty good. Got some good sleep. Thought I was off the next day. Oh, yeah. I saw you. Yeah. Get a call from the owner about five minutes before the store is supposed to be open, and she says... Hey, are you on your way? I was. I wanted to be. I wanted to answer. Uh, on my way to what? Because you just woke me up. Asking me if if I worked today, if I was going to show up, and I'm looking at the schedule halfway out of my mouth, saying, "Well, I don't work today." And at the same time, saying, "Yes, I, apparently I do work today. I'll be right there." You. The, po- silly the point of the story bastard. is, I too, you know, I ate those edibles pretty damn late. Yeah. Like one one thirty, you get to bed around two, two thirty, and was woken up right you know, right around eight o'clock. I was dragging ass all day. <laughs> it was like I couldn't get out the starting blocks. I got Aaron uh edible the other day. Uh brownie. Mm-hmm. And there were three quarters of it gone. But I totally forgot to ask her how it was. But yeah, it was a 200, 200 uh, mil uh, brownie. So that's a good fucking kick in the ass. Yeah, that's that's good. That's you good. know, you know. So, but yeah, I have to ask her how she enjoyed that, man. Uh, I had to kick a uh, lawyer out of the store. A lawyer? Why? Well, she, she this person claimed. Well, I kind of already let it slip. She claimed to be a lawyer. Um, I had to kick her out because she kept saying the wrong things. Why do people do that shit? Well, I don't know. And it's something uh, I need to like really form my words before I go off on like a super crazy rant about it. But you seem to encounter it so often. You figure you'd be. I, I do. It, the boldness of people that just straight out tell you they're going to commit a crime. And they don't care. Is is beyond me because they legally figure you're cool because you're hawking ganja, right? And that's the thing. It's it's look. I understand that your family member is dying of cancer. I get that. I understand that. I that sucks, and I wish it didn't happen. But at the same time, by you attempting to take this out, especially on an airplane, it's traceable. It's traceable all the way back to this cash register. Right. And when the cops show up, they're not going to ask to speak to the owner of the store. They're going to ask to speak to the person that sold that particular batch of stuff, and they can figure well, that out. Well, to be fair, they'll probably want to talk to both of these, but yeah. Yes, yes, but the, the point of the, the the point is is that I don't want to have to go through that. Ever. No, no. Why well, so this lady was actually talking about how she's going to take it on a plane with her? First of all, she kept saying how well, first of all, she said yes. I asked her what she was up to today. She said, oh, I'm leaving for X location. Right. And I said, well, none of this can leave the state. 
And she gave me a big smile. And she goes, oh, I know. I said, okay. Well, the, the smile was suspicious. We go into the store. She keeps talking about how her friend wants this or that. I said, ma'am, you're here shopping for yourself. You're never here shopping for anybody else. Right. She asked why. And I said, because I don't know how old your friend is. That's why. It's just the, same thing the law, as, lady. And the same thing with if you were to go into a liquor store. the law. Right? Oh, you yeah, can't go totally. in there and say, oh, my friend wants me to get this. The person at the liquor store is going to say, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, no, you can't do that. It's not how it works. So I corrected her. And a few minutes later, she kept repeating it over and over again. I corrected her again. Then she talked again how she was, she what travels well. And at that point, I said, okay, we're, we're done here. And she was, you're really uptight. No, I'm protecting my job. Yeah. I'm sorry for the horn if you can hear it out there. I kind of live in the ghetto. <laughs> no, I haven't noticed the horn. Okay, good. Um, so, yeah, it's, it just amazes me. And what's really amazing to me is that everywhere I've ever traveled, weed is a phone call, a walk around the block, or it's already provided for me. So I don't understand how people don't obtain weed in their in their states wherever they may be from. What do you mean? A lot of people can't legally in their states, and they yeah, do I know it they as like legally. a novelty thing when they come to Denver, and they figure they can just sure. bring it back with them. But I, I I took a phone call from a guy from Arizona the other day. Right. He said, "Hi, I have my uh, debit card ready." I said, "That's great." Uh, get an airplane ticket ready and come on out here, and I'll be glad to help you. <laughs> what did he think? He just ordered it online? Or he, like... he straight up asked me. He goes, "How do I order weed?" And I said, "You don't. It's illegal." He goes, "I can't order weed, and you can't ship it to me." And I said, "Sir, you, I can tell that you are a grown ass adult, and you know damn well that marijuana is illegal in your state." Right. So, you want to rephrase your question or ask me something else? Stupid Arizona. It has nothing to do with where they're from. It's the fact that people, you know, oh, it's legal in Colorado, so I could take it back with me. Well, Cubans are legal in Vancouver, but they're not legal in Seattle. No, no. Or wait, I missed I missed a state somewhere. No, I was right. No, they're not. Yeah, they're, they're not right. legal in Seattle. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're legal um, in Canada. We like Cuba, and Cuba likes us. Right. So just because they're legal in Vancouver doesn't mean you can bring them back. People do it. Yes. I'm, I'm not an idiot. I know that I'm not going to throw a percentage number out there, but I, yes, people do leave Colorado with our products. There's enough people to get busted in other states to prove that. Right. Well, but, at least it shows you where the demand is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And, you know, it's great that California and, you know, Seattle and some other places have looked at Colorado as how to, to base their laws because we do have things going on right here. You know, yeah, there's improvements that need to be made, but that's with everything. Sure. I mean, we don't even get edibles for a whole other year because they don't know how to figure that out. Well, look at the stores that are already operating that have figured it out, you stupid fucking governments yeah it's it all just comes down to you know government, government control Gotta uh, hate the government. 
being able to track, you know, because the way, especially the way that you guys have your prescriptions, how they're kind of laid out as you, as you've explained to me, you know, how do you equate that into an edible? Yeah, that's exactly it. Like, I don't, I don't see what's so hard. Just how many grams or how many whatevers are in it. You know what I mean? Have limits for things or something. I don't know. You know? Yeah, I mean that's and and they're still playing with things here, all the time. You know, there's some new regulations coming out January first. I haven't looked into them yet, but <laughs> nice to know you're keeping abreast of the situation. Well, they're a whole nother, That's a whole nother month Mr. away. Mr. Tenda. whole nother month away. You know what's uh, like less than a month away, or just about is Christmas. Well, yeah, um, we are looking at uh, just, what, three days, a month and three days from Christmas. That's exciting. Not really, but we'll pretend, really. we'll pretend no. that it is. My cat's I, I, in yeah. my face. I made the mistake of going to the grocery store before we started this. It was a complete madhouse as uh, Thanksgiving is What tomorrow. did you need to for... get? Where are you going for Thanksgiving? I am going to work. Oh, what'd you need to get then? Well, I needed to get, you know, supplies for myself. What, chips? You know, just, you know, snacks like cupcakes. And I got some, How about some dip? Host, hostess cupcakes. Chips I got some dip, uh, pistachios. Chips and dip, yo. Yeah, well, see, this is the problem with chips and dip is, is I love chips and dip, but the problem is I have a sunflower allergy. Oh, yeah. So, and uh, every chip here in America is cooked in fucking sunflower oil. So you can't even eat chips? That's I have to. I have to go through a lot of bags and read tons and tons of different bags. I usually end up on the bottom shelf with some no-name you know, no name brand, and it, you look on the back and ingredients. Right. Corn, flour, and water. Sweet. What's it cooked in? Canola oil. All right, let's eat these. God, that's got to be just tedious and annoying as hell. Both, yes. Uh, what are you going to do, though? You know what I mean? You either power through and hope you don't die, right. or you just carry Benadryl with you and <laughs> hope that, and just hope that everywhere that you go and eat, or you know, you have your head screwed on tight enough that you can read the labels and be like, oh, no, I can't eat that right. at a grocery store or something like that. That's a shitty allergy to have, man. It is. It is. It sucks. I'm um, glad I ain't allergic to nothing. But bullshit. <laughs> well, we're all allergic to that, hopefully. It's just a matter of how allergic are we. Okay, listen, I'm going to be uh, honest with you and the people listening to us. I am... Not able to keep my eyes open at this point. All right. Any well, longer. this is a short episode, but that's okay. It will be because a short episode, kids. I do it's apologize. A, it's about as long as a sesh would be. There you go. Beautiful. You could enjoy it with a bowl or two. And we encourage exactly. you to. Um, on my other show, it's called An Elegant Weapon. I'm doing 30 podcasts in 30 days. And I still have to post that. It's going to be very difficult and sloppy because I'm so tired. But the, those are my uh, excuses and reasons you heard about Jeff Johns earlier. So I'm sorry I'm so tired, kids, but I'm glad we got a chance to get together and get uh, get a chat in uh, regardless. 
Uh, uh. Hey, you know, uh, I got a new show now, too, you know? Yes, the Points of Interest Podcast podcast. Yeah, yeah. There's a longer pause between those two podcasts, but yeah. Sorry, the Points Join of Interest me. podcast podcast there you go uh yeah come join us over there and we have fun uh kind of a late night style right on it's on itunes too so you can check it out there or at poi podcast dot com yes yes the home of make pod there you go but yes jason sorry i'm sorry i'm so tired uh get some sleep but i'm a goddamn trooper i'm a i'm a i'm a pod trooper uh, yeah, do your thing so you don't fall out of a tree tomorrow. No, that would not be no, good. we're not going to let that happen. Uh, you enjoy the business out there, sir. I will. I will uh, enjoy the non-business we'll be having tomorrow, as tomorrow is Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Happy Thanksgiving to all you Americans out there over in America. I hope it is a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Please try not to shoot everything. <laughs> Uh, and, and we should be okay. Just shoot the turkey, which I'm sure you should have shot by now anyways. So let's just go with, I hope your turkeys are already shot. There you go. We'll see you later.